Hey there, and welcome back to Booming It. I'm John Cremens. Glad to have you along with us as we continue to check out what we can do as boomers and uh, our entrepreneurial path to see if we can actually make it. And many truly are, even in this world of uh, the pandemic and the after effects of what it's doing to businesses. Now, you know, I've been a part, a large part of my life pitching products to America. I'm one of the first television shopping hosts with over $2 billion in sales and considered pretty much a pioneer in the home shopping industry. My span of you know, over 40 years as a broadcaster and national television shopping host is unrivaled by uh, only a few in electronic retailing. To say that I know a few things about pitching a product or an idea might be an understatement. I've helped American entrepreneurs and inventors find their way in, in the vastness of all that is direct response, online marketing, and television shopping. You know, I, I thoroughly love to hear the stories of inspiration and the plans for the future. You know, our nation is one built on innovation. And some of the most interesting people on the planet, the American entrepreneur and inventors, are what I thrive on. I absolutely, um, absolutely love it. And, and during my journey as an entrepreneur, I've seen it all. I've helped inventors bring their product to life. I've helped produce it. And I help pitch it to the masses. I've also helped them become the authentic you, their authentic self in pitching their product and their invention or their, their idea. And, you know, and, and people really want to know the real you. You have to be confident in your abilities. You also have to be confident in the knowledge that you have to show people the way to make a purchase of your product or your idea or maybe just to you know go on and follow you down your path. And what I'm going to do now in a three-part series I'm going to call Booming It uh, as part of our Booming It podcast is going to help show and lead you your way to success. I'm going to help you become your own digital marketing expert uh, with some simple, easy steps that pretty much anybody um, can do. I also have a book that uh, I'm currently writing about this topic, and I think it's one that for a lot of you that really don't know your way. I mean, you know, when you're a boomer, uh, you've grown up maybe a little bit late in the computer generation and being, you know, affluent in it. But, you know, in my path, I began my future knowing and trying to go farther than what my job or my career was doing at the time. So while I was a television shopping host and, you know, selling, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars to American consumers... I was also teaching myself how to do things that, you know, pretty much in my next phase of life, which is what I'm, you know, we're seeing now, is, is literally um, in that next phase of life, being able to recreate myself and be relevant again. You know, a lot of boomers tend to lose their relevancy once they get out of their main career path that they've had most of their life. And if you follow some of these steps, you can take your next level or your next you know, chance at life or your revision 2.0 and, and make it uh, actually, actually work. You know, I talk a lot about booming it, right? Booming it, it's impressive. It's large. It's letting it be known. Now, in, in the digital age, it's absolutely essential for your business to have an online presence, whether it's a, a website, uh, an e-commerce platform, a social media page, 
or you know, a combination of all three, getting your company online is going to reap some pretty major benefits. Even if your company does not conduct business online, customers and potential customers are expecting to see you there. They want you online. If they don't see you there, you could be losing out on an opportunity to increase your customer base and get the word out about your business. So, I mean, think about this now. Having a website doesn't guarantee that you're going to be noticed or even generate revenue. If your site is lifeless and devoid of any kind of interaction or revised content, it's going to be overlooked. And most likely, let's be honest, it's probably going to fail. A business that maintains a website is more likely to receive traffic just by simply being fresh and relevant. When a new customer finds you on Google, uh, when engagement on your Facebook page or other social media site uh, let people know that you're doing something and they see it, uh, it's going to be right online. Maintaining a real rich online presence is worth the effort because it pays off in so many immeasurable ways, and they're easily attainable. You know, the first time you say online to somebody that's in the boomer generation, some of them say, oh, yikes, Uh, I know it's big, I know it's working, but I have no idea how to do it. Now, as an entrepreneur, uh, an inventor, or even a small business, one of the best tools that you have in your arsenal of interactivity is your ability to grow your business on social platforms and your ability to reach your future consumer on the devices that they use to search for all things new. That's the mobile phones. That's their tablets. Everybody's glued to those, right? Well, now you have that same opportunity to be able to, just like the big guys and just like the big companies, be able to interact with your consumer and be able to change their mind. Matter of fact, you know what? There was a recent study that was done um, with Google and Nielsen, and it demonstrated that 73% of mobile searches on your cell phone or on your tablet or on your computer result in additional actions, and a large part of those mobile searches end in a conversion to action. Meaning somebody literally found, you know, whatever product or idea or, you know, something that they were looking for. And from the information they found, they literally jumped to action. They went right to it. So you want to make sure your website is mobile friendly. (laughs) There's no doubt. And allows for immediate interaction. Remember this because it's going to be important um, as we continue forth and take a look at what you can do as a boomer to boom it and to truly become a booming it uh, entrepreneur. I mean, to grow your visibility and an image online, you're going to need to first educate yourself on what's out there uh, that can help you get what your business needs. There are all kinds of social platforms out there. There are ways to, to make your site appear higher in the search engine rankings. You know, it's called SEO. Uh, you can improve the quality of your content. And, and I'm going to plan on hitting a lot of that as we go forward here in the initial steps of, of booming it and, and part of this podcast uh, uh, here today. Now, here are some of the, you know, pretty much some of the few reasons, and there are many of them, and why your business needs to establish its online presence. You know, online digital makes it easier to boost your brand. Websites and, and social media platforms are really excellent And they're great marketing tools for entrepreneurs, inventors, and and business owners. You know, one of the things that I like 
is that they're also some of the most cost-effective methods of sending out important information to thousands of people. Online digital marketing is extremely important because it has become a huge influence on the way that consumers make purchasing decisions. Uh, modern mobile consumers look at companies in a, in a negative light if they can't find them online. Uh, using the internet for marketing purposes allows you to you know, overcome your message and get it out to the maximum amount of people. So with the ability to share your business or product information on social media, your customers can easily spread the word about your business or product to all their friends. You know, ultimately, online marketing gives you the opportunities to market your brand in new and you know, some pretty creative ways. I mean, think about it. You're making it easy for a, a potential customer to find you. You know, today, if someone wants more information about a company or has a problem that they need to be solved, um, they're most likely to do their research online, right? You, you and I probably do the same thing. I mean, that's what I do. First time I have a question, I always go to my, uh, I pick up my iPhone and I start searching and I try to find the answer to the question. Heck, that actually works even when you uh, are out with friends and you're, you, know, you try to be the most knowledgeable person in the room. You just make sure they don't see you finding the answer on your, <laughs> on your phone. But you know, smartphones are the way to go. I mean, whether they're specifically looking for your company or are looking for a solution to an everyday problem, potential customers will not put out a lot of effort in finding you. And they should not have to, really. You know, a simple Google search should provide them with all the information that they need to find you, uh, to solve a problem, uh, to be exposed to you, your brand, your product, your services. You know, the, the digital online experiences encompasses a much larger area than just a, a few miles local to your business's office or store. Your online presence uh, will reach out to everyone who passes by your virtual doorstep which could include people from right next door or even people living in another country. Depending on your specific industries and, and offerings, gang, this could be a lot. This could, be, this could really open up a much wider customer base than relying on face-to-face on -face interactions. It's, uh, it's very important, and I realize that some of this might be beyond your scope, but there are some incredible people out there that can help you uh, reach this booming, uh, booming platform uh, that I'm talking about and making your business even more successful. I mean, th I mean think about this. Um, if you want to showcase your products, your services, how do you do it? What do you put an ad out? Do you have a catalog? You know, why not go online? You can make it easier to showcase your products and services. This is really one of my favorites. Because the internet gives you, as an entrepreneur, uh, an inventor, or a business person, an incredible platform for showcasing what you have to offer. You're really only limited by you or your staff's creativity for more descriptive information, for Q&A, uh, and for those less known quality insurance or you know, question and answers, uh, to all amazing pictures and video showing your product. Uh, you'd be able to show your product or services in action. Imagine testimonials of satisfied customers reaching out to your customers. Social media visitors sharing your solution to a problem to their friends and family. Or better yet, how about interacting with potential customers by answering their lifetime questions? You know, with a few simple clicks, your customers can see what you're all about. Uh, they can even do this on their own time. 
So you want to make sure you add as much useful content as you possibly can. You know, whether it's on a phone, a tablet, or, or a laptop, you've been invited into their personal space and even their personal time. So make good use of it. Wow them. Show them what you're all about. And don't let them down. Uh, let's do this. Let's, let's figure out what we need to do with social, uh, with social media marketing and some of the things that really you can take a look at and use uh, immediately to get started. I mean, think about this. Digital media marketing is the use of social media platforms and websites to promote a product or a service. You know, although the, the terms e-marketing and um, digital marketing are still dominant in, in academia, social media marketing is becoming more popular for both practitioners and even researchers. Most social media platforms have built-in data analytic tools, you know, so you can not only enable your company or yourself to track the progress, success, and engagement of ad campaigns, but companies can address a range of stakeholders through social media marketing, like current and potential customers, current and potential employees, journalists, bloggers, and even the general public that's looking for your solution to an everyday problem, right? So on a strategic level, social media marketing uh, includes the management of marketing campaigns, uh, governance of what you're saying, setting the scope of how you want to be found. You know, this could be both active, it could be passive, it could be the, for the searchers that are just doing it while they're drinking wine with their friends, or people that really are in business looking for solutions to their problems. Um, uh, it's just, it really de depends on your, your social media culture, your tone, uh, and your, your content, and how people are finally capturing you and finding you. So when using social media marketing, firms can now allow customers and the internet user to post user-generated content. I mean, imagine getting great online comments or product reviews or, you know, somebody doing an open box where they open up the box of your product and, 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 and relate their experience to the people that are watching. I mean, you know, this is like the old days of, and I reckon it to the, the old days of the television shopping. Many, many years ago when, when television shopping started, it was interaction. It was like a club. Everybody had to join. And when people were watching, they would hear from people all over the country and many times, uh, many times in an hour, people that were shopping and buying the product that you were actually selling, or selling rather. So, so basically for people like me, as an online television host and shopping expert, um, basically I loved that because it would tell Marge in Connecticut, and, was, and then you have like Mary in California or Nancy in Florida telling how great the product is because they've already bought it. Or better yet, you get people that are first-time buyers and are saying why they're buying it. It helps to, to literally hit on every single idea and every single feature and benefit that I worked on during the presentation to get someone to buy. And it really ended up being one of the ways that I was able to close the sale even better on television shopping. So, I mean, uh, you know, imagine having all of this content you're creating and then generating experiences from your own customers that help to people to buy your product. That's kind of what, you know, really when you look at it, social media marketing and digital marketing can really help you. So as a, as a boomer entrepreneur, this is something you need to take a look at and maybe practice in your own, uh, in your own business. Or, you know, as you're getting ready to, you know, your pitch and your product, 
it's something that definitely is 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 to look at and follow through on because if you do uh, it is going to help you uh, it's going to help you greatly you know there's there's a lot of different social networking websites out there and probably you've heard a lot of them like Facebook and Twitter those seem to be the you know the biggie ones and Instagram and and some of the other platforms that are out there and creating you know buzz in the marketplace and you know and having a, a base of users that that basically um, are huge a potential audience of hundreds of millions instead of just your local newspaper or you know creating a blog on a, a website that really doesn't do anything right social networking websites allow you know the individual like you and I um, our businesses and other organizations interact with one another and you know build these relationships and communities online and building a relationship with your your future consumer or your your current customer is something that is going to help your your business uh, drastically. You know, you look at it, it, you know the internet and what it's become. You watch these relationships and communities build online. When you know when a company joins a lot of these social channels, consumers get to interact with them directly. I mean, you know, imagine back in the old days, uh, being able to actually you know talk to somebody that works for let's say Whirlpool. Because you've got a product that you bought from them, and you want to tell them how great it is, or maybe you have a question on how it works. Maybe you lost the you know the instruction booklet. Well, this interaction develops community because you really are you know touch pointing every single thing that a consumer wants and, and the support they want from a product that they've um, they uh, they've actually bought. I mean, that interaction can be more personal to users than like traditional methods of outbound marketing and advertising that you normally would use or what you used to use. Don't think of it as, you know, what you do now. Think of it when I used to use. I'm going to go into the, more, the, the digital marketing world. I'm going to go a whole different interaction and, and going socially because it's definitely the way to go. Because social networking sites act as, as word of mouth or, or more precisely, the E-word of mouth. The Internet's ability to reach billions across the globe has given online word of mouth a, a really powerful voice, and it's a, it's farther reaching than what you might do normally. The ability to to rapidly change buying patterns and product or service acquisition and activity to a growing number of consumers is a way to to really have an influence network. You know, social networking sites and blogs allow followers to retweet or repost comments made by others about a product, uh, maybe something you're promoting. And that, you know, that, that occurs quite frequently on some social media sites. By repeating the message and, and the, the user's connections, and they'll be able to see that message, um, you're going to reach more people. Because imagine, you know, you have somebody buy their product, they go tell their friends, their friends say, hey, you know, my friend actually bought that product and they loved it. And, oh, you know, I was watching online and I see these, you know, this group of people that, you know, they had a friend that bought one of their products. Not every one of them own it. See how well that, that starts to build after after time? It becomes very important. So you really want to check out your social, uh, your social uh, network so, uh, websites, what they can do for you. Because social networking websites are based on, you know, building a virtual community. They allow, you know, consumers and future buyers to express their needs, their wants, um, their values. Uh, through social networking sites, companies can keep in touch with individual followers or the, the entire community. just depends on how active you want to be uh, in, social, uh, in social marketing. 
mean, this personal interaction can still a feeling of loyalty into your followers. Because, I mean, hey, you answered the question. I mean, how many times have you been on a phone call waiting for hours to get, you know, information or get a question answered when you call some big company or uh, you need, you know, information or answers and you're not getting it, you know, because you wrote an email or, you know, wrote a letter and no one ever received it, right? I mean, you're going to be able to keep in touch individually. That's a big thing. Uh, It's definitely going to uh, instill loyalty both into your followers and even potential customers. Um, you know, because think about this, by choosing whom to follow on these sites, products can reach a a very narrow target audience or a wide one. Social networking sites include a lot of information about products, services, and it's definitely a great way to, you know, it gives a different perspective to clients and and people that might be interested in what you're offering. And through use of, of new semantic analysis technologies, you know, marketers like me, or now you, can detect buying signals, such as content shared by people and questions posted online. You're kind of getting a feel how to craft maybe your pitch differently. Maybe a product's not working as well as you think. But because of the questions people are asking, you now can tweak your presentation. And it, and it, and it does work. You know, understand, understanding rather um, buying signals can help salespeople target relevant prospects, marketers, and even create micro-targeted campaigns that address the questions that these people are having. You know, one of the things that, you know, for me as a, as a television shopping host for years was, was, was amazing to me. And what, what really helped me in crafting a great pitch for a product is that I could actually not only see how people reacted by, by the second, you know, my pitch on air, because we had computers that showed us while we were pitching, how people were reacting. Were they buying it? Was it? And you could see it on a graph, and it would move up and down depending on my presentation or, you know, what I was saying. But also, then to find, you know, to, to talk to customer service and find out comments on products. What people, you know, what questions were people asking, asking rather about the, the biggest product of the day, right? And, and, and by addressing those questions, there may be not just that one person, there could be dozens, maybe hundreds, heck, in some places, even millions of people that would have the same question. So if you can address that question in your content on your website, that's big. You know, think about this, you know, in about a survey that was done, um, you know, this would have been probably about you know, six or seven years ago, but over 80% of business executives identified social media as an integral part of their business. Now, that was back, you know, five, six years ago. Think about what it is now. Um, you know, business retailers have seen, you know, huge increases, especially, especially recently, both in their revenue and their, their social media marketing. People are spending a lot more time, you know, on their phones. And, you know, in some of these popular social networking websites like, like Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and, you know, LinkedIn and, and you know, Snapchat have become ways to, to really, you know, contact your, your, your consumer and these future customers that are going to help your business grow and, and literally grow. I mean, think about this. There's more than 3 billion people in the world and they're, and, and, and that are active on the Internet. That's huge. You know, over the years, the Internet has continually gained more and more users, jumping from, you know, 738 million back in, I think it was 2000, 
and and all the way up to 3.2 billion in well that was 2015 imagine where it is now you know roughly 81% of the current population in the United States has some type of social media profile that they engage with frequently and you know with mobile phone usage beneficial for social media marketing because, you know, the, the new web browsers and the apps that they have on their phone give them the ability to, you know, pretty much interact with social media marketing uh, and allow these individuals to access both not just the site, but every single piece of content from video to pictures to stills. And with some of these phones, those pictures, those videos and those stills are immense and look absolutely fantastic. It's amazing what they can do with a small screen and how your mind and your eye translates that into bigger images and really, um, really, uh, you know, can connect with the uh, consumer. You know, you also have, um, you know, ways that companies can, you know, uh, you know, talk to or update their followers. I mean, some companies have, you know, Q, uh, QR codes, these quick response codes, along with the products. So you, you you take your phone out and you you put you get the, the QR code in it in the in the imaging on it, and all of a sudden it opens up a whole experience on the product that you put onto your website. I mean, imagine that you can not only you know access the company website or online services, but you're going to you know create a bigger interaction because uh, that code can br- go to brand websites, it can go to promotions, it can go to product information. Uh, any mobile-enabled content that you put on your website is now free. It's open. It's clear. People are watching. I mean, imagine the amount of of added revenue you're going to have just because you created a website that's dynamic, that interacts, that you know has that that those touch points, those emotional emotional touch points that customers need to you know have touched to have them buy a, a product. You know, mobile devices have. Not only have they become increasingly popular, I don't think I know anybody in my life that doesn't have one, or at least doesn't have a smartphone. I think the only people that don't are my, you know, my parents are, and grandparents that had the flip phones, and they still, you know, thrive on those today, even though they don't really have much of a, much of a uh, of, of an experience. But where you know, 5.7 billion people are using smartphones or mobile device technology, this is um, this is the bigger role. This is the play. You know, consumers interact with media. Uh, There are implications on TV ratings, advertising, mobile commerce, you know, a whole lot more. Mobile media consumption, you know, such as mobile audio streaming or mobile video are are absolutely on the rise. And in the United States, listen to this, more than 100 million users are projected to access online video content via mobile device. And I'm going to say this, and I I, I think those numbers are wrong. I think it's a lot higher. Uh, today, especially uh, during the pandemic and people were stuck in their homes, had nothing else better to do. They literally gravitated to social media. They gravitated to being able to stream, you know, video wherever they were, their bedroom, they're out on the patio, they're, they're stuck doing nothing, but yet now they've got all this great content that they can explore. And it really helps to, to open up that mobile video, you know, it's, it literally has skyrocketed. And matter of fact, uh, even a couple of years ago, you know, figures were suggesting that about 90% of internet users um, will access content through their phones. Well, I'm going to guarantee you right now, that number's not 90. It's got to be 99.999% because I think anybody that has a, a mobile smartphone is definitely gravitating to finding out more information 
and they're doing it through that as well. Now, you know, there's several strategies you can use if you're going to go and, you know, use your mobile device and you're going to start, you know, you know, going on one of these social media sites and marketing it. There's, uh, there are really two strategies. Um, you have the passive approach um, where social media can be a useful source of market information and, and a way to hear customer perspectives like blogs, uh, content communities, forums, so people can interact with themselves and ask questions. You know, it's, it's really where individuals share their reviews uh, and their recommendations uh, of brands. That would be the passive approach. Now, the active approach is social media uh, can be used not only as a public relations and direct marketing tool, but it's also a communication channel. It targets very specific audiences with social media influencers and social media personalities. And it's an effective customer engagement tool. I mean, this tactic is widely known as influencer marketing. Influencer marketing allows a brand like yours the opportunity to, to reach your target audience in a more genuine, more authentic way because of a special group of selected influencers and advertisers that, that, that bring your product or your service to life. Matter of fact, brands are set to spend up to $15 billion on influencer marketing by 2022. And you know what I got a feeling? I got a feeling that because of what we've seen over the, the pandemic and people being locked into their homes, I'm going to believe, and I, and I really honestly think this is the way it is, is that that is actually a smaller number that they're going to spend more than uh, than $15 billion. They're going to be spending a lot more because people want rich content. They're looking for it. They're thriving for it. And, um, boy, you know, when you look at, at all the technologies, you know, back years ago, and I say that only as a boomer, man, now, I'm, now I feel like grandpa's sitting on my, on my rocking chair uh, in front of the house, right? But technologies, you know, predating what we see now, like uh, broadcast TV and, and newspapers, you know, that can provide advertisers with a kind of fairly targeted audience, gives them an ad that's placed during a sports game broadcast or sports action. You know, it, maybe it's going to, you know, hit the sports fan just right. But, you know, when you look at social media websites, they can target niche markets. And, 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 and so precisely that you know what the person, what their interests are, who their friends are, what they like, what movies they see, you know that ahead of time because you've already been able to trace what they do through the social media sites. You know, using digital tools like Google AdSense or, you know, advertisers can target their ads to a, a specific demographic, such as people who are interested in social entrepreneurship, uh, political activism associated with a, with a particular party or or video gaming you know when you look at some of the the things that google ads uh do and adsense do it's it's look you know whether they're looking at keywords and social media users online posts and comments um it would be hard for a tv station or a paper-based newspaper to provide ads that are targeted i mean imagine you're you're reading a newspaper you really can't you know newspaper is going to change it's just a physical product but imagine if a user is on your website loving your content and searching for more and all of a sudden your website starts to interact with them. Imagine having a website that starts to realize what they're interested in, what they're looking for. Imagine your website actually suggesting to a user that now this is what you might be looking for or help to you know add to their search 
and or suggest other products or other ideas that help to really bring your idea, your product into focus. That's what you can do. I mean, so you know, social media sites, you know, creating these special niche audiences is is what a lot of digital marketers are looking at and saying, you know what, we can micro-target. We're not going to be wasting our time sending out this huge fishing net that goes out to, you know, hundreds of millions of people. I'm going to go look for Mike or, or Betty that have these interests that like this thing, that have been looking at these kinds of products, and I can actually do it because I've kind of found out what they like and what they look for through social networks. I mean, it's a great tool, and it really helps you avoid some costly market research too. Uh, it's known for you know providing a short, fast, direct way to reach an audience through a, through a person who's widely known. Um, an athlete who talks about something they really like, and all of a sudden you find out that they're an influencer because all of their fans start looking for their product. Imagine if you were developing niche audiences that you could actually look back and say, you know what, these people like this, this person like this, and target only them instead of going out and sending your marketing dollars out all over the, uh, uh, all over the world. You know, you look at Facebook and you look at Instagram and Snapchat and, and all these different sites. You know, you, but you well, imagine being able to create or hyper-target ads. You're going to be able to do that. And uh, that's going to change not only the way people look at your, um, your business, but it's also going to affect your engagement. You know, what people do after finding your, uh, your product. So this is just the first step. There's more to go. And I'm going to be talking about that in, in the future podcasts as we continue with Booming It. But I want to thank you for, for listening today. And, and really remember what I just what we just talked about. Go back through if you want to. Re-listen to the parts of the podcast as we, we, we get into really digital and social media marketing. How it's going to help your business. Because those that change, those that are able to make the pivot, are those are the ones, the entrepreneurs, the inventors... The, uh, the, the businesses that want to, you know, really go into this next step of life and be successful that they really need to do. Hey, thanks for listening to this edition of Booming It. I'm John Cremens.